Welcome to the Brand Party Podcast. I'm your host, Christine from CL Designs. If you know me, execution and getting shit done is my middle name. This podcast will energize you to invest in your brand in new ways. Join me for tips, insights, and actions you can take to make your brand a priority in your business. My guests and I deliver honest, to-the-point advice you can implement right away. Your brand is worth celebrating. It can be fun, and I'll show you how. Let's get this party started. Bianca is a Toronto-based DJ, host, and experienced curator known for her ability to lift people through music and inspire women through joy-driven action. In April 2019, Bianca quit her 9-to-5 job on Bay Street to pursue her creative passions full-time. In just under four years as a DJ, Bianca has booked to travel internationally as she's had the incredible opportunity to work with brands like Bumble, YouTube, Toronto International Film Festival, Elevate Tech Fest, and more. In February 2020, Bianca was invited as a guest DJ on Pitbull's Globalization on SiriusXM. Outside of DJing, Bianca is the founder of Sunday Soul Service. After years of battling with severe anxiety, Bianca felt called to create a space centered around people helping other women fill their cup first, something that she believes contributed to finding more joy and healing in life. Launched in September 2019, Sunday Soul Service serves up high vibe online and IRL experiences to help women disconnect from the hustle of their daily lives and reconnect with their favorite version of themselves. Thank you so much, Bianca, for joining in on the Brand Party podcast today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I want to dive right in and just ask you, how does Brand Party resonate with you? Brand Party resonates with me mainly because of the art of celebration that you've incorporated into this whole initiative. I think it's really important for people to you know, take the time to celebrate what they're working on, what they've gone through, what they've overcome in their life. And I think oftentimes we take those times to you know, celebrate those milestones that might be a bit more traditional, like weddings and anniversaries and whatnot the small thing sorry not the small things but like the things like our brands are so important because it's what we're passionate about what we're doing and what we're bringing life into this world so i really love that you focus and you honed in on that art of celebration because i think it's super important for people to look at in their lives It's obviously a journey of the emotions that come along with your branding and so what would you say to those who feel overwhelmed by their branding and design challenges right now? So my initial reaction to that is hire an expert if you have the resources. I would say look to experts. If you're feeling overwhelmed, we don't have to do everything. It's important to identify you know, where your strengths are and where your weaknesses might be. And maybe, let's not even say weaknesses, maybe opportunities. But I would say hiring experts or looking to experts, there's so many free resources out on YouTube, blogs, and and whatnot. I think it's super important that we turn to experts to look how we can really further emphasize and and really embellish our brands in an impactful way. And we are sometimes left at the very bottom of our never-ending to-do list, but Sunday Soul Service is all about rooting your ritual to start your day off right. What are three ways to start on the right foot and fill our own cups first? So I would say number one would be listen to your body and your soul. 
take that time to really listen to what you need at that moment. It's so easy to become overwhelmed with our to-do list, but I think if we really take that time to listen to what we need, like almost think of ourselves as a baby, think of ourselves as children, like what do we need to fill our cup? And I often like to put my hand on my heart and breathe a couple of deep breaths. And then from there, it's easier for me to channel into what I need. So I think taking that time to be still with yourself, taking that time to really listen to what your body needs. And I find taking some deep breaths helps us center and get back to what we're actually looking for. Second, I would say incorporate one thing each day that brings you joy. I would say something that doesn't necessarily have an outcome or an ROI attached to it, but simply because you enjoy doing it. So maybe it's reading a book, watching your favorite Netflix series, you know, I don't know, sitting and staring at your wall, if that brings you joy, something that just is is done for you and not for an outcome, particularly. And finally, I would say, practice gratitude. I think that really shifts our mindset from a doing mindset to really a a state of gratitude, obviously, and, and a state of just being happier and grateful for what we have in this given moment in time. Yeah, that resource of being able to tap into that state of being is so powerful. Definitely a daily choice. It's a daily reminder. And sometimes it can also be a very loaded question to ask ourselves who we are, what we stand for, and really stand in our worth as well. But when we do, that's where the magic really happens. So what are a few ways that you found helpful to reconnect with your favorite version of yourself? being with myself is really important. So taking that time to listen to what my body needs, to what my soul needs and reflect on that. And I think what goes hand in hand with being with myself is journaling. I would say writing our thoughts out, having that stream of writing without judgment is so, so important. I feel as though taking five or 10 minutes and just write, don't even judge what you're writing on that piece of paper, just write. And you'll be surprised at what comes out. Set a timer and just write. I would say that helps me a lot. Journaling around gratitude is so important. So just listing out what you're grateful for and, you know, at this particular time can really help shift us into a state of a bit more joy and gratitude. And then I would say other things that help me reconnect with myself are a bit more spiritual. I'm really big into energy practices. So energy healing, I love Reiki is super helpful for those who are familiar with it. I do believe energetic Hygiene is really important, especially during this time, taking those steps to ensure that we are feeling centered, grounded, and I feel like I do that through certain practices around um, energy clearing. And so experiential uh, aspects are really important as well to figure Mm -hmm. out what that version of yourself looks like. But I've had such a great pleasure of getting to experience Sunday soul service myself, but what goes into curating such a personal and positive experience that's so memorable and unique to your own brand? For sure. So when I started Sunday soul service, what was important to me was coming from a place of how do I want people to feel? So really beginning with the emotion, I feel has helped me shape the brand and the experience around the brand. I'm using quotation marks here. I call the events experiences. I feel that the word event can feel a little corporate and 
the whole ethos of the brand is your time away from the hustle. So thinking about curating these experiences as experiences. So like, what do I want people to feel? And from the beginning, from the start, right from when they walk into the space or, you know, when they join that Zoom webinar or whatnot to the very end of when they leave. So that has been something really important and I would say integral to the brand. And I would also say knowing what our mission is super important. I would say if anyone's feeling a bit overwhelmed or challenged with how to incorporate experiential aspects into their brand, I would say go back to the basics. What's your mission? And think about how that can be elaborated on. So for instance, our mission is really to help women fill their cup first. And so from there, what we've done is really look at ways to help women fill their cup first and look at feedback and what people are telling us about what the brand really is doing for them. So for that, a lot of people have said that the brand is providing them outlets for more healing and more bringing more joy into their life. And so we look at that feedback and continue to build on that so that we can further focus on what people people want. You make a really good point that I want to highlight too, is that you really create that space to listen to your audience that's so often overlooked and it's really important and I think should not be taken lightly in the sense because those are the people that you're helping serve at the end of the day and helping support through these experiences, whether it is online or it's in person, there's such a connection that you can create inevitably, whether they are in either of those spaces. And so we're all about celebrating here on the Brand Party Podcast. How do you disconnect from that hustle that you mentioned and really lean into disrupting that expectation and really relish in it? Ooh, so I would say boundaries are so important. If you are feeling overwhelmed or you need to disconnect from the hustle, like literally disconnect from the hustle by putting your phone on do not disturb at certain parts of the day. And general rule of thumb for me is I disconnect around 9.30 or 10 p.m. at night. And what that means is like disconnect from not work. I mean, disconnect from like social media, disconnect from conversations, And then I will keep that do not disturb on until noon the next day, just because it allows me that space to really dig into my creative time and juices. Obviously, there are going to be exceptions to that rule. It's important to set those timeouts for ourselves to really relish in our creative juices and in our zone of genius. It obviously is not an overnight thing. I'm assuming that you've just miraculously have adopted this new ritual in your routine. But how did you even transition from wanting to create this habit to actually really following through with it because boundaries are definitely hard to uphold completely every single time. So how I did it was basically once I tried it and I think experimentation is really important. I think oftentimes, you know, where there's so much material out there telling us to do this 5am club, you should do all these crazy morning rituals, routines, and you have to follow this. At the end of the day, we need to just follow what feels good for us. So if we try something out and it feels like shit, then it's okay to step away from that. Coming back to like listening to our body and what our soul really needs is experimenting. So for me, what what I did was I was trying different ways to really increase my energy and joy and happiness at the start of each day. And so I tried this method of applying my do not disturb until noon. So I, I tried that and, you know, it felt really good. I was getting my creative juices back. I was feeling more centered, more grounded. And so I was like, you know what, let me try this for a couple more days. And then I continued doing that. And that has been how I established my routine. But I would encourage anyone who's 
looking to start a routine to just experiment and, you know, don't take it so seriously. Like, I think we need to give ourselves a bit more slack. It's okay if it doesn't work for you. Try something else. Absolutely. There's no recipe to your own success necessarily. It's just what feels good to you. On the flip side of that, that you just mentioned, how do you acknowledge the things that are toxic in your life, whether it's relationships with people or even different practices or energy? How do you tackle those head on? You use the perfect word. I would say acknowledge it first. I would say identifying what those triggers or what those energies might be that might not be serving you would be the first step. And I think you can do that by, again, listening to your body. If something doesn't feel good to you, if you're feeling depleted, if you're feeling drained after maybe a certain interaction or after doing something, make note of that and come back to that and think about, you know, this didn't feel good and ask why. I would say asking why is also very important because it allows us to really dig a bit deeper it's not natural for us to get deep with ourselves. And so asking those questions of like, why is this not feeling good will allow us to have a bit more clarity as to how we can establish a better boundary or relationship with someone. And I think from there, you can address it. But I think the first step is acknowledging it and identifying what might be depleting you or not feeling good. And then from there, maybe having that conversation or maybe it's creating a little bit of distance between certain things, or maybe it's pivoting. It it just really depends on what that is. I would say one of my greatest lessons in life has been to really listen to what I need. I think listening to our intuition is so, so important and can be one of our greatest strengths if we just create that space and trust ourselves to listen to what we need. So my backstory is really that I used to work in corporate. My nine to five was in corporate um, public relations. And I worked at, you know, one of Canada's top four or five banks, whatever it is, for like nearly 12 years. But something in me was like, I need to do something that's filling my soul and I'm not finding it here. I feel like it's a common challenge for people who are a career that they're not happy with. There might be a bit of fear to look at what could bring a bit more joy. So I would challenge people to really ask those questions. Why am I unhappy in my career? Why am I unhappy in this situation? And I think asking those questions is really important. And that's how I kind of was able to make that transition into, you know, working on my creative pursuits full time is because I asked those questions. I followed my intuition. And from there, I was able to create a bit more joy and freedom ultimately in, in what I'm able to, to bring to this life today. Well, I want to dive into some rapid fire questions. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. What are you currently celebrating? So I am currently celebrating investing in areas of my life that I would not have done so prior to all of this craziness happening. So I'm celebrating investing in my health. That has been something that I've not been neglecting, but I've just haven't been paying too much attention to. So that's been one thing that I've put a bit more time into, you know, eating a bit better. I'm working with a nutritionist to kind of balance my hormones. And, um, and seconds, I'm working on my finances. So understanding a bit more about, you know, taxes, understanding about expenses and everything. So I've enrolled in a program to really help me understand my finance. That's an area of like huge discomfort for me. It's just like, I'm like, yeah, everything's gonna be okay. You know, things are gonna be great. As creatives, it's not natural for us to be like, I want to understand every line of our books, you know? So, but it's important. 
it gives us power if we take that time to really do that. And I'm celebrating investing in things that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do prior to this. And I do want to, you know, say that I'm grateful to have the resources and support system who are helping me through this. Absolutely. I'm so proud of you, first of all, for really stepping into it because I'm very guilty of the same thing. And the reality is I do not like numbers at all either, but there's so much power into serving that part of your life and your well-being as well. So I'm glad you're stepping into it. But what's the number one thing that you want people to have fun with from this episode? I would say I want people to have fun with experimentation. I want people to have fun with just exploring possibility and what can actually come to light with your brand. I would say look at, critically look at what brings you joy and is there a way to really weave that into your brand somehow? I feel like emotion carries through everything and I think if people really can just experiment, have fun with things, you know, life doesn't have to be so serious. I think if we take that space to really experiment with what we have to offer it can bring some beautiful light to the table thank you so much bianca for taking the time to join in on the brand potty podcast today where can people find out more about you personally people can find more about me at dj bianca lee on instagram otherwise sunday soul service is my baby and you can find more about sunday soul service at sunday soul service on instagram Thank you so much, Christine. Honestly, this is so much fun and I love what you're doing. I feel like you're just a fabulous and magical human just as as you are, but I really am grateful and honored to be on this podcast. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for joining the party and being the life of the party. And I'm sure the listeners are going to get so much out of what you've just mentioned. So thank you so much. Thank you. Did you have fun? Share it with all your friends with a screenshot of this episode. The more the merrier. Tag at Brand Party Podcast and hashtag Brand Party Podcast on Instagram to continue this after party.